0: Hey, Sykes here, and I just want to take a quick moment to tell you about my show, Start the Beat. It's a podcast about independent artists for independent artists. Each episode highlights different humans from all walks of life and their individual stories about inspiration, determination, struggle, and so much more. Dive into the fantastic minds of these amazing people, absorb some useful knowledge, and expand your perspective on the world around you. It's like really important and stuff or whatever, curated, produced, and hosted by me, Sykes. Start the Beat is part of the Ethicast family, and you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe today and never miss a beat. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. I mean, get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out. Like, yeah, I mean- What is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today that's going to get us one? So, more- I mean, I don't know what's, what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself, it could be a lot more sustainable. Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal. Cool. We're good to go all right happy saturday everybody yeah. happy, happy saturday happy cinco de mayo it is cinco mm-hmm. de mayo i saw that earlier my girlfriend wanted to go to mad Mex for brunch and i was like you're out of your damn mind i'm not like, going to <laughs> mad Mex on a saturday morning on cinco de mayo it's probably a nightmare there yeah. it's, ridiculous. I don't it's know. already bad enough trying to go to shady side on a saturday afternoon i don't know if
1: it'd be worse in the yeah in the morning or in the evening yeah it's
0: terrible it's just a bad day but Cinco we are, de Mayo. <laughs> we're currently in a...
2: It's just a bad day, man.
0: We're currently at the Abbey on Butler Street that doesn't seem to be uh, embracing anything yeah. Cinco de Mayo oh my related, God. at least not yet. Pretty English here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm in a Harry Potter movie or something yeah. sitting inside here. I could see it. It's nice. The decor is nice. And I am sitting here today with three people I have never met before in my life. We have a Jay, we have O'Brien, and we have a Nick... And yeah. you are? I'm Jay. I'm Brian. I'm Nick. And why are we here? We're Who here, are you? We're here to talk about the
1: group Suavity's Mouthpiece, which I started in 2008 and which we'll be reforming this yeah, year for yeah. our 10th anniversary.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool, yeah. So yeah. Jay had uh, sent me an email asking to come on the show, and I was not hip to the band. Oh yeah, Uh, since that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Since you sent me the the (coughs) album, yeah, and I did give it a listen, and it was a really unique piece of art. You know, for me, it just seemed like, uh, the easiest way I could put it. You know, it's like it's very, it's like an experimental pop post punk. There's but there's all these like minimalist. Parts to it too, mm. and it seems very like almost like soundtracky, like a score to something in a way. You know, it's like if I want if my uh, my hip album review of it would be drugged out cabaret music for the future. I can live with that. You've been doing a
2: lot of scoring and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, cause well, I mean
0: there, there there's some pieces on. I mean, granted, the only thing that I've heard was the peerless suavity. Yeah, it's, that's from 2014. Right, and there's pieces on it that you know are shorter instrumental pieces mm. to like more like ballady things to so like full out pop songs it's very much like a, a roller coaster ride yeah. of uh of sonic you know <laughs> experimentation yeah that Funny. was um that was the sort of the last
1: last studio disc that that i put out under the name uh before sort of a, an extended hiatus until this time so uh what songs
2: w- were on that one
1: uh, Jesus Christ Girl, which you co-wrote, right I did. And, uh, sang on the chorus of.
2: Was that the little jangly guitar track? No, that there?
1: was, uh, so, um, you're, you're talking about how it was sort of like a soundtrack thing. Um, well, we, that was like the first time I incorporated instrumentals on the album and there were. Th- that was on there though. That was, yeah, that was yeah, on there. Yeah. So there were three, uh, instrumental pieces on the album from, at the time there were three songwriting members of the group. So, um there's some of that soundtrack thing. They're sort of spread across the album. So, so the
0: the band was together for 10 years, right? Um, I think Justin was together for 10 okay. years. I've had, yeah, I've okay. had my so stuff you, you've been releasing music under this name for 10 years? Um, yes. yes the, 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 the,
1: idea of, the idea of the band was for me to write music for a group to perform. Okay. Um, so previous to that, I had just been performing solo and, and writing music for myself, but I wanted to like write music for, for a bass guitar, write music for other performers and, and write drum patterns and things like that. So that's essentially I mean, it it couldn't just be me on my own because that was sort of the goal of it was to be a group. So um yeah, it's in that in that sense it's it's a band in my head and it's always been a band.
2: Meredith was the most consistent member through your
1: yeah. Um his sister who could not be here today is the bass guitar player. Um and she was like the initial other member. So I was writing bass lines for her, then we grew out to incorporate drummers and uh pianist and, and uh Nick and, and Brian. So
0: Yeah it's crazy. We don't play anything. They don't play anything. <laughs> <have>. <laughs> is uh is minimalist as like the songs I've heard are, there's right. also very parts of it that are very dense that are like yeah. full of tons of infra- instrumentation. I wanted to ask you, right. I like read through the, the liner notes. It didn't seem like there was any sampling on the project, but there were some parts it seemed like it was like they could have been like ripped from like an old like orchestra record with like the string ass- arrangements um, and stuff
1: on that album. I think there's one instance of of that uh, ripping an orchestra. It might have been like the last track on the it. last track. Yeah, the beginning of the last sample. track, I think like,
0: this sounds like a sample.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a sample. That's
0: cool. Okay. <laughs> So, um, I mean, I, I come from like a hip hop production background, so I have no quarrel right. with sampling whatsoever. I guess right. like I, I definitely listened through the record, though. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I be positive. curious to know about that. That's all I heard. Right. So, I'm curious, like, how much material was res- was released prior to that. Um, like, I have no idea of the, the, traje- the trajectory of like where the music started and what it morphed into. The music started in like the
1: the the releases started in 2009 so like it sort of i started the group in 2008 towards like the fall and then we put out a release in like the spring of 2009 so peerless suavity is actually the the seventh studio album right that's a lot of that's material a lot. That's, that's a lot that's a lot of, lot of wasted time on my part no so, um but um <laughs> that's the, the next it, album title wasted time yeah well um the greatest but, hits but the, album. The last the last three the uh, the last three discs that we put out were on a Pittsburgh label. So those are the ones that really got the most exposure.
0: So So now you are twenty fourteen this album came out. Right. And then you said you were reuniting for shows. Yeah. So I guess that means there was a Disbandment of some sort, yeah. or a hiatus of there some was, sort. Yeah, like we we'll call it a hiatus. A what was the dealio with that? <laughs> Lots of out. Was yeah. that like a just a result of getting caught up with other life things, uh, growing up, trying of, to be better adults? Well, no, <laughs>
2: Justin left.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I'm a better adult because of it. Um, yeah, I'm, I moved out of Pittsburgh, and uh, uh, I sort of had been putting Nick's group on hiatus. He had wanted to start a project um so he's done that in that time um yeah so but uh i sort of corralled them back because it is 10 years and no one else is going to to celebrate what i do so i'll do that <laughs>
0: so what are what's some of the the shows do you have any of the shows like booked or set up or anything um
1: we have yeah we have one show set up um really one thing that's exciting uh, that I, I get to to bring to this uh, podcast—that's an exclusive—is that we are represented by a, a, a label once again in Pittsburgh, um, and they're going to be putting out a, uh, a compilation album for us this summer. This is like a compilation of tracks that were released throughout the yes, duration and, of the band and
2: uh, all
1: newly remastered so it's it's, it's tentatively it's, titled
2: wasted time no it's it's <laughs> that would be a good name for
0: like a subtitle, compilation yeah. yeah
1: it's it's titled support your local library ah yeah and it's uh we're, we're with a, a new label in pittsburgh called seer records now and that'll we'll see how that plays out it'll be something interesting i'm happy to sort of spring that on these two here <laughs> What, 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 what what about the show? Um, Uh, when's that? The show that's booked is, uh, August 11th at Hambones and right here in Lawrenceville. So, um, we're going to be starting to get ready for that soon. I think.
2: I'm excited to run sound for our show. Yeah. (laughs) From the (laughs)
1: stage. We're,
0: uh, we're hoping to record that. So. Are there any plans for, you know, new music moving forward? or just kind of playing maybe a few shows and then seeing what happens? We'll see what happens. I I can't, uh, as I said, Nick's got
1: a project here with Brian. They've got a a band called Smokey Bellows. And there, you're welcome.
2: Thanks. Thanks. We've got more shows than Suavity's mouth. They do have more shows.
1: and in recording plans on their own. So I can't take them too far away from that. But uh, I'm glad you're working
2: on your solo thing. I'm going to do some guitar work with that. Yeah,
1: I am. I, I, I am working on Even solo though
2: mouthpiece is mostly a solo thing.
1: It's not, though. It's
0: a band, Nick. <laughs> you guys are in the band. So let's dig into that. then. Yeah. Um The writing process for Suavity's mouthpiece, because I'm assuming this might be pretty close to how my project is because i have a project where i write like 50 to 80 percent of every song right and then i bring it to the guys in like the, but they're pretty much everything's like flushed out Like yeah. I, have, yeah I have like the structures and everything pretty much good to go and then i bring it to like a live drummer i'm like hey uh incorporate what i programmed into your live drums incorporate mm. these synth bass lines into bass guitar parts here's yeah. I left a couple parts open for you to put some melodies in just because I'm curious what your idea would mm-hmm. be, a guitar player. And then, you know, leave spots open, but for the most part, it's like my baby. Right. And everybody treats it like it's my thing, but I'm like, no, it's a band. Right. So exactly. is it, is it kind of like the same way? Yeah, for you?
1: it's a similar thing. The only thing I think where it might divert off from that, and maybe not, maybe you just didn't mention it, but as opposed to going from like synth bass lines to an actual bass guitar part, it'll be take this violin line or take this marimba line and make it a guitar part. <laughs> I
2: think oh, yeah, totally, the live yeah. versions are dramatically different usually than the
0: albums. That's what I was going to ask actually yeah. again was about how you transpose some of this stuff to a live environment because what I listened to right. you know I could tell was like a lot of like electronic digital recording right. and then incorporating that live. How's that? Yeah. Out?
1: And and sort of the difference with that has been sort of the loss of a, of a pianist and a, the gaining of a guitar player in in her place. Uh, it I for, didn't
2: start out as a guitar player, the first show I played with you, I just drank a bottle of wine. He did while drink a stage. bottle of wine.
1: That was like <laughs> 50% of the show. Yeah, yeah. We, we played a show at uh, the Hillman Center for Performing Arts <laughs> in 2013, which is on the campus of Shadyside Academy. And uh, yeah, his his instrument was a bottle of wine for a couple of the songs. Played it very
2: well. Yeah, I was on bass, not drums. Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, we didn't have a drum kit for that show.
0: I I don't know. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why we did that. (laughs) (laughs) So is is every live show a little bit different then? (laughs) Is it kind of just or feels like it? Do you always? I feel like
2: we're pretty consistent when it's. Us three and Meredith, right? Like that's a pretty yeah. We kind of know the feel of what we're doing.
1: Yeah. Um. Th- I feel like it's just circumstances that like for for a show Meredith wasn't feeling well for a song for for the show, and I ended up being on bass guitar for some songs. Yeah. Yeah. I. It does feel like there were a lot of different shows at do the you, time.
0: Do you do anything with like backing tracks, or is it all live when you I perform? Did. A while, a while ago. That, cool, that song I really like.
2: Um, uh, you called this too, that I wouldn't re- be able to remember any of the names yeah. of the songs.
1: <laughs> it's been a while. Been.
2: Uh, it, it was it was mostly the um, the backing track, and I played the electronic drums for it. Um, no, no help here? Um, not on a. It's a very, track. very electronic Sonic song. Yeah. You. Maybe worked with someone else on uh, it.
1: Yeah. What was let's, the name of that? Let's let's get ostracized. Yes, that, yeah, one. that was yeah. It wasn't a Suavity's mouthpiece song, but we still played it. Uh, uh, so,
0: <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, there were a lot of songs that that we played.
0: <laughs> but um, the backtracks. Yeah, so that's yeah.
1: I... Um, I mean, I wanted to cut down on that because we had to start out with that initially we had a really tough time, as as I'm sure everybody does in Pittsburgh, finding cool. a drummer. So. But I, I feel like I cut down on that a lot. We didn't really have to rely on it once these two guys joined.
0: so So that's what you were primarily using the backing track for was for like the program drum beats and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and the, 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 the access synthesizers the, uh-huh. the, uh, the overload of synthesizers yeah. So
0: Now moving forward or not necessarily moving forward, <laughs> but we'll say post 2014, you know you're working on, solo stuff right and you guys are in another project and stuff like that so how musically different is what you all do outside of suavity's mouthpiece from this our
2: project is dramatically different than you're liking the word
0: dramatically today
2: i am (laughs) feeling the drama
1: feeling the drama Um, at the
2: abbey yeah we um we do like a blues rock aggressive um weird it's still weird so we've, no, it's not. No, you you guys are weird. I'm 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 yeah. pretty standard. And I drag Justin into compose piano for our songs and okay, stuff. Cool. Whenever he's willing and able. Yeah. So, but um, I, it's there's I don't think any real similarities between our project and Suavity's mouthpiece. Are
0: are, are one of you two like the main yeah. head honcho of that project? So yeah. it's like, That's like your shit. Yes. Yeah. Cool. What project is that? Uh, it's called Smoky Bellows. Smoky Bellows. Cool. Yeah and you yeah me outside, justin yeah, right. outside of suavity's right. mouthpiece what are you doing with music um,
1: it's it's difficult i mean like I, like i said suavity's mouthpiece was me writing music for it really writing music for specific people so like once nick joined i knew the kind of guitar things that he was into i knew the kind of bass lines that his sister liked playing so i sort of met that need so when i'm writing on my own for myself like, oh yeah, what I got to write for for what I like? Um, what is that? So that's what I'm sort of been trying to figure out. It's not really. It's sort of just been something to do for me in in the in the middle time. So um, it's a lot more difficult, I think. So
0: what? Just like writing music without writing other... music for myself? Yeah, it's yeah. difficult because is it I, difficult in the sense that like it's hard to find like an end to what you're doing like it's like you could always keep working on something over and over and over again is it just hard to, find yeah. to focus on like what you want to do exactly yeah.
1: I, I i think so yeah because um i don't really consider myself a musician i had to to learn instruments to be to the end to be able to sing uh, which is what i really like to do that's total bullshit he's
2: one of the best musicians <laughs> i've ever met
0: so, how did then you get started even wanting to do music at all? Uh, I, I just wanted to sing. I
1: mean, I, I wanted to sing, and I wasn't gonna sort of wait around to to find people to do it for me to to make the music for me. So, yeah, um, that's that's really it. And now, like I said, coming back to that, now I have to think solo. What am I gonna do so that I can sing? Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> fair enough. I think your solo stuff loosens you up to write more complicated parts for yourself too, because you don't have to pander to like my personal abilities or Meredith's abilities or Brian's even. Maybe um, it, it sounds like you get to, um, from what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get to uh, just really kind of experiment, and you know your own limits in playing, and you can just push that as far as you possibly can.
0: Okay, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, and you might not Thanks. also need to. You might be able to break, we'll say, like we'll call it, like the pop bubble that like a Suavity's mouthpiece has. Right. I'm um, not saying that you couldn't do that with that project either, right. but it seems like if you want to keep a focus on the music that you're putting out, you know, like you want this to be accessible, shorter songs versus maybe like a, a solo thing where you could go super nuts. Yeah, I mean, if you um, wanted to,
1: yeah, it's it's something I never really thought about until you guys brought it up. So yeah, I don't really know what the do you answer think, to Justin that. What do you think? of stuff. I think it's
0: fantastic. I'm you on, on the, the spot s- there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sorry I don't really know how to describe it, but uh, you guys are really making me think about it. So. Well, that's the, the, the point of
2: conversation. Yeah,
1: I guess it is. There's a
2: cool kind of bluesy tune that uh, you bounced to me. I haven't heard the finished product yet, right. but I'm going to be doing some guitar work on that. And um, some of it's... I think for um, that was a I, little more singer songwritery almost, um, and then some of it's a little more wild. But it, it's it's kind of you just going all over the place and doing whatever you want.
0: What a surprise! Yeah, <laughs> what, Is it, what a surprise! Trying, it's to, find, normal, trying to find my normal, my usual voice. Yeah. So let's let's go. Ten into... years later, <laughs> trying to <laughs> find <laughs> my voice. <laughs> let's go into a very generic like but novel. interesting question yeah. because you seem like a an interesting mix of human beings. Like you're all into different stuff. Oh yeah, how'd you all meet? and start making music together. What happened? Uh, well, I, I
1: met his I was I was in high school with his sister. we were in the same grade. I was their
0: teacher.
2: Um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't know where to go with nah, it. I've got nowhere else to <laughs> go with <Yeah>.
1: it. But. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I was in the same high school classes as, as his sister, who I knew played bass. I wanted to put this project together where I was writing music for other people, and and she agreed to to be part of that. and. Uh, yeah, and then they, they sort of came along. These two know each other better, if you want to talk about.
2: Yeah, we, um, I joined his punk band in high school. Brian's punk and band. And that kind of got me into music and live music and yeah. that kind of stuff. And um, since that ended post-high school, I sort of dragged him along for every project I tried to start up and then when i joined suavity's mouthpiece i was like hey i'm gonna drag you into this too
1: yeah he really did he <laughs> yeah we didn't have a choice brian
2: i, I make brian do <laughs> any musical project that i'm possibly involved in at any that's point right. it keeps me active though you know
0: well that's the other thing too is like whenever you're doing music and playing shows you meet a lot of different people and whenever you find those people that you click with in a certain way you always want to bring them around yeah we're besties they're, they're, it's hard to find people like that like you unfortunately meet like way more, I don't want to say anything not nice, but you may want to say not the most reliable people when you're in dealing with arts. So to find people that are cool, that yeah, are like, that you are want to work with and you gel with and you can create things with. Yeah, I've been it's, trying, to trying like to
2: hell to get Justin to join my band and move back to Pittsburgh and quit I'm his reliable, job, yeah. but uh, I can't seem to pull him into that. Yeah, so But I'll get there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You won't. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's really it really would require me to move back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, and quit
2: your, you can just crash in the basement. Yeah.
1: Well, how far away from Pittsburgh are you right now? I live in Greensburg, which is about an hour yeah, about, away. Yeah, it's about an hour away. Um. So, you know, it's not quite close enough
2: for me to join their band. Working on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh, he writes parts for my songs. Yeah, and, well, all sorts of stuff. Plays the release shows usually because. That's really the only time you play our shows,
0: but yeah. Well, that's what's like really great about the convenience of the internet. It's super easy to bounce files back and forth with each other, and if you're not—I don't know how often you plan on playing shows, but if you're only you know playing once a month, once every other month, things like Mm. that—it's like an easier commitment to make than bands that are. (laughs) stuff yeah, that. <laughs> Tell that to him. Yeah. You, you guys play more than once a month. Yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes, depending on the part time yeah. of the year. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Are yeah. you going to be playing, uh, Justin? Are you yes. going to be playing any solo shows out uh, in Greensburg? Uh, you just did th- a pretty th- cool block party, didn't you? Yeah, I,
1: I did. A, I did. Well, I, somebody
0: asked me to do that, so that's why I did that. I've been playing a, f- a little bit less. But um, I have no idea what like the Greensburg music scene is like at all. If there is one, uh, there has to be people make people make music everywhere.
1: It's been better. Um, Essential
2: Machines from there, they're great.
1: Yeah, um, but the, and they're typically the ones that people hit up out there. It's like the the only band that people know out in that area, and they get most of the gigs. Um, yeah, I mean. It's, it's sort of up and down. And when I moved out there, I was that art gallery show.
2: We played that. We played that. That wasn't a suavities. We just came out to
1: Greensburg. Yeah. Um, when I moved out there, obviously I wanted to bring more of Pittsburgh out there and I wanted to get more Pittsburgh acts to play in Greensburg because there are venues there. (laughs) Are there? Yeah, there See, are I, there are venues. There. I have no idea. I have no idea. So <laughs> yeah. drop some knowledge. Help yeah. us out. Wasn't
2: ZZ Top up there not long ago? Well,
1: that's the thing. That's there's the palace,
2: <laughs> well, yeah, which, there's palace. That, which isn't conducive right. for DIY Sorry. shows. But ZZ Top was there.
1: ZZ Top is a DIY band. Yeah. A so. point. <laughs> 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 um there, are, yeah, there are a few spaces. Uh, the, the thing that's really popular out there is playing cover music, um, okay. which obviously not. What what I want to do, um, there's like the Ramada Inn where people play in like the lobby of a hotel, cover music for for like four hours,
2: which is not really. We gotta get up on that. Yeah, maybe you guys could put together a cover set. We know like the same three songs we've known since eighth grade. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much and an Operation Ivy song and a. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, we can do that for four hours if it
0: pays. You know, it's not a, a problem. Lobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh that sounds like a great night that's kind of the the uh the drag to uh doing the the cover band thing is that they always seem to make more money than bands that play originals people want
2: stuff they can sing along to and
0: in a hotel lobby drink is and then djs make even more money than cover bands yeah it seems
1: like (laughs) they know to go out to like the suburbs or something it's wild like i never would have thought that I, maybe I'm just naive, but in my head it's like, oh, I'm a DJ. I'm gonna It'll go be out a to a cover this. band
2: that covers a DJ. <laughs> you need to get on the wedding circle playing wedding shows. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Seriously. But it's you know, like I said, maybe it's just naivety on my part. Like, but I'm a DJ. I'm gonna go out to the suburbs and make bank because they got all these places where you can do it. But like I'm saying, there there are still venues, but out, there are there venues out there that you can set up shows. It's and just people don't seem to be doing it. Um, and it's because of that drive, which is in my head, like, yeah, I don't come out to Pittsburgh for as many shows as I used to, but I feel like if you're in a band and you want to branch out from Pittsburgh, um, that's the place to start. Really. I think a lot of bands just go on tour out of state and they don't really play anywhere in their surrounding area. Maybe they do. Um, but not really this immediate area, like a few hours around the city. So
0: I think it depends on the genre. Yeah, um, it's different for everybody. So with your band, it's Smoky Bellows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad I remembered that. I if I fucked it up, I would have
2: felt really name bad. The name actually came from a yeah. song that Justin wrote. <laughs>
0: he was it's funny. all just going around, yeah. Yeah, around It all around. comes back to Justin. Locally, um, <laughs> what, what are you guys playing? How often are you playing? Where are you playing blah, blah, blah? Like, what's the um, local scene like for? blues rock if you want to call it that
2: uh we've been working on um getting ready to record we're going to the studio next week so we haven't been gigging at all but we do the like summer festivals around here and um aside from that we'll play out uh usually twice a month um you know hand bones howlers uh cativo um
1: have you played cativo I,
2: no yeah, yeah we did <laughs> no it was spirit we never played cativo never it's the, same, the place. same place <laughs> um no, we played what, The Basement of Spirit a few times. Yeah. That was a really fun. That was place. It. But um it's fine. You know, it depends on the day of week, it depends on the weather, it depends on the other bands on the bill and Do you
0: have like a are there bands that you play with commonly? Or is it always like a mixed bag with bands that you're sharing bills with? Uh we have a couple, you know,
2: buddies and other bands. Um Custer. Yeah, we're friends with those guys. So they've, they've been th- on the show. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh cool. Um so they, uh, Jesse actually produced our first album. Cool. So they I usually drag them mm-hmm. onto our bills, and um, they're playing the release show. Yeah.
1: Oh, are they? Bad Custer's playing? Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: Yeah, is them an essential machine? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mickey and the Snake Oil Boys, we played with a couple Yeah, times. They, they, we played with them a good handful of times, and a uh, of... we fit onto a bill with them pretty well. Cousin so.
1: Boneless, you played with a couple times, or yeah. just that
2: once? Bill Jasper. No, we played with them a few times. Yeah. yeah. We had bill play every bill. gig with us for a while <laughs> but yeah it's it's hit or miss you know it depends if you know it's a a good day to go out and people are looking to do something yeah. and you know
1: that's pittsburgh yeah <laughs>
2: you know there's 50 shows a day yeah so it, getting everyone you know into music in the city into one building can be a challenge because if you know if you go on um, i usually check mary joe's Facebook page yeah. to see what's going on and she has a list of twenty events, <laughs> you know, at any given day of the week. So, you know, mm-hmm. how many patrons are there, how many events are there?
0: Oh, it's it's rough. I've I've been saying for a while, I think one of the my personal beef with like the Pittsburgh scene is I think the lack of communication of what's going on and when it's going on. Mm. And I think if bands were able to coordinate things a little bit better and not play shows every weekend because mm-hmm. some bands do yep. and give some other bands opportunity to play, you know, that's like cause there's not a there's not a lack of talent and there's not a lack of spaces to play in Pittsburgh. There's just too many bands, too many venues and just yeah. not enough people yeah. to spread out between every one of them. We could divide the city or yeah. spread out from the
1: city into Greensburg. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's so really I can what we're getting go to more shows. <laughs> Have you ever considered booking shows or setting up shows? Is that something? Yeah, I mean, I did yeah. for a
1: little while. No, I did as for when I moved. What are you out. doing now? Not much. Not Just much. Just saying. At
2: all. And when I get some shows to Greensburg, you better get on that promoter wagon. I did.
1: I. I mean, I did once. I was. I tried getting. I mean, I got you guys out there. I got the Specters out there. Four years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I haven't been busy with my own things here. I've. He hasn't. I, I, I haven't. No, they're right. He's been busy
2: working on becoming a DJ in the suburbs. Yeah.
1: Man, that's where the money is.
2: Weddings.
0: Weddings, hotel lobbies. <laughs> How is, like, we'll say, we'll dive into life outside of art.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: How, how's that for you? Um... What is life outside you of you art? Just, do you do like uh? Do you have any other hobbies, or is it just kind of like adult no. day job stuff? You have a cat, don't you? Keeping your stuff together. No,
1: my my partner has a cat. Oh. Yeah. Um. I have a cat. You have a cat. We have cats have outside two. of art. Yeah. <laughs> cats, cats, and girlfriends. Cats and girlfriends. That's, that's it. Yeah. No. I mean, really, I try and busy myself with as much highbrow drinking (laughs) bullshit. No, no, that's not where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) going. Nick, Nick busies himself with drinking. I busy myself. He's a professional wine drinker. I I learned
0: about it earlier. Yeah.
1: That was interesting. We, we literally wrote wrote that into the set list. Nick's going to drink wine for these three songs. Yeah. That was a fun show. (laughs) (laughs) Life outside of art though. No, that's that's hard to say. We're all that pretty is. artistic people, I think. Pretty. Well, I mean, looks Brian. Uh, miserable, um, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, I it mean, it's you know, you figure. I think sometimes it's the lives that we have outside of our art that keep us wanting to keep making art and keep pushing us back probably, into that world. Yeah, probably, probably like, as much as like any of us want to be like we're in this twenty four seven. There's everybody has those. Moments where we are kind of forced to step outside of it. Yeah, but
1: that's one mm-hmm. of those things that we're not going to include in this recording. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's going to get dark real. quick It's going to
1: get dark real quick. I'll talk about it. Yeah. It, I mean, uh, hey,
0: you don't have to say anything you don't want right to say. We can keep, we can keep that
1: part in. You know, it's all just,
2: the <laughs> world is really art, so yeah. we're immersed in it all the time, and everything's beautiful.
1: I've got yeah, I've got loads that's of things how I that feel. are beautiful
2: to talk about. Um, I'm me.
1: Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty pretty um but like another thing i've I've got going on is a um i'm part of a documentary project about uh that's art it's art yeah that's what i'm saying we're not talking about the dark stuff we're talking about the art stuff (laughs) i'm part of this documentary project about uh a a guy who uh has been a musician in pittsburgh for the past 40 years um and he, he's also an instrument builder now. His name is Tom Marin. He started out um, playing punk in the 80s in Pittsburgh and in Boston, and uh, now he's back in Pittsburgh. He's been sort of a student of Middle Eastern music for the past 10 to 15 years. So um, I'm part of that documentary project in in the sense that I'm interviewing him for, for a part of the documentary, and uh, that's going to be coming out this summer as well. And... Uh, so that's something I've been busying myself with.
0: So. so, what exactly are you doing with the documentary, then? Like, what what is your role involved? Um, with well, the documentary? I,
1: again, I, I appear in it, and it's, as part of the release, I'm sort of going to be present at, at screenings. I'm not sure what capacity cool. yet. The the documentary is a project of a, a local filmmaker called Chris Mason, and her uh, her production company, uh, Spinning Goat Productions. That's a great name. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: so talk, awesome. talk about that, <laughs> talking about the, the visual attachment to audio art, Yeah. you know, what, uh, how do you, do you put a lot of time and thought into like the, the visual representation of the music that you create? <laughs> Whether it be with Suavity's mouthpiece or your solo project or Smoky Bellas,
1: yeah, I think out of all of us, Nick is really the most visual, <laughs> the visually adept, um, being a visual artist, like a, a, a bona fide visual artist. So I would think that you're the most attuned to that sort of thing. Just combining
0: music with yeah, visuals, just, yeah. Not necessarily combining, but the way that you represent your music like using like like visual media and stuff like especially yeah like album covers or through marketing and all the the boring business that Uh we need to do now in 2018 we're living in a very visual time man yeah we are you know people don't it's not a lot of people just want to listen to music you gotta catch their eye with some stupid shit before they'll even give it a chance to listen to it it's complicated um but
2: well, um, so I'm a painter as well. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of my paintings, you know, I'll I, I do very violent abstract work, um, and a lot of the titles will turn into song lyrics. Cool. And um, I use my paintings as our album art, and I feel like it's all just sort of intertwined yeah, so in, very, into
0: one thing. Really, so it's very tied together. Yeah.
2: Right. I feel like even with your album covers. Um, they're, I guess they're kind of tongue-in-cheek at times.
1: That's the, Yeah, um, I mean, that's the thing. I don't really consider myself that much of a visual person either. I'm definitely not. You give it
2: a lot of thought, though.
1: I give it some
2: thought, but at the end of the day, I don't, Peerless Suavity was the one with the bananas, that's right? That's my favorite, yeah. yeah that's that's, the, a, that's one, a, the one that you listen to. I mean, me. that didn't happen by accident. Like Didn't you clearly happen by accident,
1: but yeah, there's. I think there's more humor in Suavity's mouthpiece yeah. than there is in Smoky Bellows.
2: That's almost a hundred percent true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing funny about There's us. Nothing
1: funny. There. You don't even have any major songs in major keys. No.
2: no. We don't. We're trying though. Are you? Uh, yeah, I bring it up every once in a while when we're writing, and really we shut <laughs> it down. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, how about writing a song in a major key? But we're we're like, this doesn't song. work. We've tried. Yeah. <laughs> Just. It just works with with the, with the tones of the songs yeah. and everything and the lyrics themselves. Yeah. It I works mean, so like, much I'm better. not saying it doesn't work. But right. minor it's t- just, I, I save my jokes for funerals. That's right.
1: And, and uh, Suavity's Mouthpiece interviews.
2: And Suavity's <laughs> Mouthpiece <laughs> interviews. <laughs> this, this is, is going a, better than the last one. Yeah, That's when I talked about avocados for 15 minutes because we ran out of stuff to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I
1: love this group. I love this band. (laughs) We like to have a good time. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Suavity's mouthpiece is all very loose and not... We
2: can talk about 15 minutes him drinking Grim Dement at the studio. (laughs) Justin's... uh, (laughs) That that was uh, our last release show. I got Justin to... Uh, dragged him into some piano parts, and he was just drinking creme de menthe out of the bottle <laughs> <laughs> all day during the rehearsal. And then the show, you were drinking creme de menthe out of the bottles <laughs> okay. I don't know it's if a anyone's minty ever done fresh performance yeah, right there. It was. Uh, yeah. I think that bottle's still lying around somewhere. At mm, uh, uh, Liveberg Studios, yeah, out yep, yep. yep. in Glenshaw. I bet the Clark took it.
0: They were just there. Yeah. yeah. So the show. Again, it's in August. August, yeah. Ham bones. <laughs> August 11th at Ham bones. Uh, do you, is there any other
1: bands on the bill? Uh, not yet. We're work. I'm working on it. Um, I have a couple ideas in mind, but I don't want to say anything about that just yet. <laughs> um, in the
0: the compilation, compilation. that's going to be coming out, is there like any set time on that release? Um, I'm actually still in the middle of of the remaster project for
1: that um so you're or, handling
0: we're, you're I'm, like overseeing all the i and everything we're,
1: we're tentatively looking at uh sort of like the end of june maybe early july if we have to um so that's obviously planning on that coming out before the show on uh records sears records sears, sears, sears
0: records. Right. Who, who's involved with that label um, it's, it's
1: actually a brand new label. Um, it's, I, I got in contact with a fellow named Braun Perchinsky, who runs sort of an audio company uh, called R&R Audio. Um, so they're putting this together. They're currently looking for more artists as well. There are, there are two of us on the, the roster at the moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes and, and sort of happy to be not pushing my own stuff on my own anymore. <laughs> so there, there have been a few Swabie's Mouthpiece releases since sort of the fizzling of the group, but they've been like the... I've pulled together our radio sessions and, and put that out, and I put that out sort of uh, on my own just because, why not? So uh, it'll be nice to sort of have some promotional backing in a city that's full of promotional backing.
0: <laughs> I concur. <laughs> Yeah. And so for the the material outside the the link that you sent me was like a private link. Yeah. Is any of this old material that you have is it available public anywhere? Yeah, uh, um the, like I said the the most recent
1: three albums were on a Pittsburgh label called Purple and Pink Records, which I'm not sure if that's still functioning or not. It's a label by um a, a person who works in sort of the Electronic music community named Alexis Icon, um, who I believe is still performing, but I'm not sure if she is still uh, running a label. But those, yeah, those recordings are still out there. They're still in you know the usual place you can find recorded wares.
0: Like online? Online, like, yeah. 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 ITunes, Real player. Real player. Yeah. Napster, like, LimeWire. <laughs> um, like the stuff's on Spotify and stuff stuff's like that. On Do you have anything on YouTube? Or any like social media yeah, um, outlets? That the we making could, we of could learning plug? some
1: fucking finesse. Yeah, yeah. We have. Yeah, that, I was watching that video recently. Yeah,
2: yeah. But we have the Great usual. Video. The uh The, the Facebook the well, That's still my favorite song, mostly because I'm singing on it. Yeah, but we're talking about social media now. Man. Yeah, well, it's on social media. It's all <laughs> it's not, somewhere it's on social. It's all media. one
1: thing. Yeah, just like paintings and and record sleeves. Um, yeah, oh, facebook.com slash pop is flammable for Suavity's mouthpiece. Uh, I don't think we, we don't have a, like a group Twitter account. Um, but yeah, YouTube, there's, there's some music is there an Instagram. There's not an Instagram. Mm-hmm. You run an Instagram
2: professionally. I feel like you should get on this. But we
1: don't, we don't talk about the, the, the things
2: that aren't art. Remember, well, we that just, is art.
1: we just talk about,
2: it's uh, absolutely art. We you just do. talk about um the band can we and talk about there's operation over there and we could be playing operation during <laughs> wow. this session and we could hear the buzzer go off once in a while
0: i want to give a, I want to give a quick shout out to i got it the abbey on butler street because it's full of people and not one of them gives a shit that there's just four dudes in the <laughs> corner we talking don't, with we my don't know loud. about that we don't know Nobody's that even acknowledged. Give a shit. i've been looking the whole time it's like we don't exist it's great outside of art we don't <laughs> <laughs> This this has been fun, yeah. I don't know if I'll be allowed back into
1: this place, but oh, it's no. been a, it's been a pleasure being no. here.
0: The people here, I bought a, he cool. bought a coffee. It's cool. You bought a coffee. I here. brought my own coffee. Yeah. <laughs> to a coffee house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if they have any avocado dishes? That's here. just the punk rock and you. Brian. Yeah, no, that's it.
0: No, yeah, this has been great. It's been awesome meeting you guys. I'm looking forward to that compilation coming out. If mm-hmm. I'm in town. I might swing down hand bones. Yeah. Only five minutes from here. So yeah, we'll, I'm we'll
2: in the hood. Keep you in the loop. I'm at hand bones every Friday and Saturday night running sound. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Oh. That's it doesn't benefit me at all, but that's my plug. If you want to hear really great live sound.
1: Yeah. So is this art or is sound? this work that we're talking about? Why can't it be both? It can't be both. It can it's be c- both. It can't be both. No. It's got to be darkness or Justin light. Says it can't be both. It can't what Justin and Suavity's mouthpiece. Very, oh, wow. very loose band where there are no rules. It's got to be one or the other.
2: <laughs> and then, then I choose art with compensation. Oh, I knew it. Oh, damn it.
1: That would have been such a
0: perfect way to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could cut it right there. Yeah. If we want to. That's, that sounds great. But I could. And uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'll that's record. I'll, I'll, do hey, a, I'll do my Brian. outro and all that stuff later. So. Nick.
1: Justin. Thank you very much, Brian. (laughs) Yeah, thank you.
0: Thanks for having us.
1: Not not this, Brian, but thank you very much, Brian Sykes-Howe. You got it.
0: Thanks. Later, everybody. See ya. Hang on. See ya.